did you i wanted to put it in the group that i had watched it and given it like a description you know review the way everybody else does mm-hmm. but the thing about it is just like i don't have the most glowing review for it oh no that's because, fine yeah yeah because it essentially switched back and forth um it essentially switched back and forth between being a documentary and being an art house film wait so, so do while- you want to talk about this movie Huh? Do you want to talk about it as the last thing you saw? As one of the last things you saw? We can uh, use this as part I just of the wanted episode. to use it as I just wanted to use it as the cold open, really. Oh shit, I'm so sorry <laughs> that I'm interrupting you. Okay, so you saw senior <laughs> You can edit this part out. No, no, no. We're leaving that with that in. That's the cold open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, we'll just make it part of the episode. I don't know how long it's gonna go on, but <laughs> because <laughs> if it's it, you've scolded me before before for leaving like a, a three minute cold open you've been like this is too long so um well, that's it that's um, it it's uh, uh this is another episode of movies mayhem this is episode 131 i think last week i i jumped the gun and i said last week was 131 this is episode 131 i'm your host chris joining me as usual is selena how are you doing selena I'm doing good, Chris. How are you? I'm good. I feel bad that I cut you off on this movie that you were talking about. I don't know how much of the, the cold open I'm going to use. but I started talking about it so you could just use it as that. But I was like, uh, nah, just, just maybe you could just it. edit his little part out. Nah, just um, roll with it, man. But... <laughs> uh, all right. Well, or I could leave it all. Podcast, yeah, all, all this could be the... <laughs> All this is still in the cold open. This shouldn't be surprising, right? Sure. Um, No, yeah. So basically, back to what I was saying. This is the mayhem of movies, mayhem soap. Yes, there you go. (laughs) Like your style, kid. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. So with the senior documentary, um, basically, um, RDJ Robert Downey Jr. wanted to do this film about his dad and his dad's films and kind of like the relationship he has with his dad, who's you know been this uh, known for being this indie art, art house director for many many for decades now. Hmm. And the thing about it was was I guess the caveat was was that uh, Robert Downey Sr. was okay with doing the documentary, but in turn he wanted to shoot his own film and (laughs) about like the making of the documentary kind of it was interesting because in while shooting the documentary they had to shoot scenes for his film and the the scenes they were filming didn't really we didn't see what his film amounted to Mm. if anything we saw him editing his film like you know in edit bay and um just being like oh that was a good shot you know da 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 And it was interesting, like, they showed a lot of clips of his films, you know, from the 70s and 80s. Um, I I think he kind of slowed down around the 90s or so. Mm -hmm. But um, he had, not surprisingly, he had some very bizarre films where, like, it just some of, like, one movie was supposed to be about civil rights and... uh, (laughs) The way it starts off is kind of crazy. And then another movie was supposed to be kind of, like, a take on Jesus and that film looked kind of crazy. Uh, and then one of his very first films was about a mother and a son being in a relationship together. Ooh. Like, <laughs> I know, and shot in black and white, if I'm correct. Like a romantic um, relationship? Yes. Okay, just make sure. <laughs> yeah. Because so <laughs> I have a relationship a... with my mother, a familial relationship. Um, there you... <laughs> uh, I think everyone should have have a healthy, not an ancestral one. Yes, yes. a healthy, uh, yeah. uh, positive relationship with their mother. Selena, I'm saying, call your mother, <laughs> please. Oh my gosh, I did, I did, I talked to her today. Wow. <laughs> okay, cool. You're gonna talk to my mom? Jeez. Yeah, I'm gonna call um, her and ask her if that's uh, if you can confirm that. Uh, what was I gonna say? Thank this, you. this might surprise you. I am not familiar with the work of uh, Robert Downey Sr. I didn't know he was a director or producer. I didn't know he was in the industry. Um, in fact, mm-hmm. I never knew he existed. I always thought Robert Downey Jr. was a stage name. No, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> but no, the re- the other part is true. I didn't know he was in the industry. Not familiar with his work. Um, well, you know what's interesting. Yeah. Go ahead. You know what's interesting when you said the industry is that. He shot a lot of his films in New York. There were a few he actually did shoot in L.A., but he was just kind. He kind of made a comment saying like, "Oh yeah, you know that was such a Hollywood film or something like that." Like, mm-hmm. so it's interesting to him that 
there is he differentiates the films he's done from i guess what he considers hollywood does Mm -hmm. and um i was gonna and uh it's interesting of all the clips of the movies that they were showing from him uh there was this one movie hugo pool that came out in the mid 90s that looked like the most the one that i'd I'd be most familiar with Uh um but uh what was i gonna say uh the other thing too is he actually had a small part in boogie nights (laughs) they showed a clip of him (laughs) acting in boogie nights uh, he plays the penis (laughs) no (laughs) he has a scene with uh john c Riley and mark Wahlberg. okay yeah do you know which part it's a small scene uh i think they're asking him for money or something i Mm. i I vaguely remember but yeah no um the thing is is that uh i think the movie is only the movie is under two hours long but it felt long Oh, the, no. <laughs> the senior. senior documentary. Yeah, like, it felt long. It's not two hours. Under two no. Hours. <laughs> okay. All right. But the thing, with, the thing with Senior is it took so long for the movie to get endearing and for you to really start connecting with the dad or with what uh, the story RDJ was trying to tell. And, um, you know, sure enough, it ends with um, a Senior passing away and just them honoring him and his legacy and whatnot so yeah that was that was the senior film bummer you just ruined the ending for me (laughs) (laughs) i thought this guy was still alive and kicking documentary (laughs) Uh, maybe (laughs) um yeah cool well that's the cold open i guess welcome to another episode of movies (laughs) ma'am so uh what else did you want to talk about? Was there something else you want to I say? almost want to edit everything out now. <laughs> Why? This is great. I think this is good. This is good quality uh, entertainment. Mayhem. It keeps the listeners on their toes. They're they're, they're not going to know what's coming next because we don't even know what's coming <laughs> next. Selena, I know um, what's coming next is you're going to talk about something else you saw Amsterdam. recently. Amsterdam? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, there, yeah. So I was going to say, should we segue into Amsterdam and Pinocchio? Yes. Um, sure. Did you did you want to go first or? I guess this way this this way it's a back and forth kind of thing. I saw Pinocchio, mm-hmm. uh, Guillermo Guillermo uh, del Toro's uh, Pinocchio, and yes. it was very good. It was a lot better than the Robert Zemeckis <laughs> one that we reviewed a few weeks ago, months ago. I was about I to know. say, um, unlike I, the one we saw. <laughs> yeah, I did have a lot of notes, and and it's 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 more. Um, an adaptation, I guess, of the source material, but kind of, it has a it has a very Del Toro spin on it. Um, in that, like like Oscar said, uh, it it's set during I think the I don't know which war, the Spanish Revolution. I don't know which war it is. Um, yeah, I'd have to, I I did read about it earlier today, and I just forgot. But it's set during the 1930s, whereas the book was set in 1800s, uh, the 1800s in, in Italy, I think. Um, uh. and so, but yeah, it, it's, it's got, um, everything you want from a Del Toro film, but, um, what, I guess, should I just read through my notes? Yeah. Oh, actually, um, before, go ahead. I'm gonna look up Oscar's I was gonna say, Ewan McGregor that. does the voice of the cricket, right? Uh, yes, he does. Okay. Sebastian J. Cricket. They never say in the movie, but I'm pretty sure the J stands for Jiminy. Um... <laughs> But uh, let's see. Oscar wrote, "Oh, Oscar wrote, yeah, this thing absolutely fucks hard. Beautiful, no, compa- that. <laughs> yeah. This is Oscar for you. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. Anyways, he continues. He says a beautiful companion piece to this to his Children in War trilogy that began with The Devil's Backbone and continues with uh, Pan's Labyrinth and concludes with this. Um, yeah." That's his his review. He didn't give a rating, but I'm guessing it is a, a five out of five, ten out of ten, maybe. I don't know. I could yeah, look, I could look, look up his letterbox also. Uh, I follow him there. Oh, that's George's. Hey, George also said he liked it. He just yeah. When I read uh, Oscar's review, like this movie fucks hard, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is about Oscar is is that uh. He's not a very aggressive person, so fucking hard for Oscar. <laughs> I can't even imagine what that's like. Uh, where are his uh, reviews? 
trying to look it up. Uh, I don't want to read all this. Oh, my God. He wrote a whole essay. Never mind. I'm not going to read that. <laughs> oh, but his rating is, uh, yeah, he gave it a 9 out of 10. Okay. There we go. Um, yeah, I thought it was a really great movie. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, on Letterboxd, George also gave it a... He, he didn't give it a rating, but he gave put a little heart on it that he liked it. Um, uh, but yeah, I just uh, I, I wrote down some notes if listeners want to bear with me while I kind of read through most of these. And tr- I will try not to uh, spoil anything. Um, but uh, yeah, right off the bat, it says uh, that it's from Jim Henson Studios, which was a pleasant surprise. I, I didn't... Oh, it's stop motion uh, animation for anyone who's not aware. Um, oh. and so, yeah, so I Jim Henson that. studios was somehow involved. Um, I know they do like puppetry and animatronic type stuff on, on different movies, but, uh, yeah, seeing them, uh, involved in this, maybe in the design work, I'm not too sure, but that's always, always pleasant to see Jim Henson studios, except for, I think the happy time murders was also one of, uh, Jim Henson studios. I didn't like that movie. Oh, I didn't see it, but yeah, I saw the so I saw the promo or the trailer for that. I'm surprised they were involved in that. But I okay. think they were. I, I maybe maybe not the studios, but I think uh, Brian Henson uh, himself um, directed it. Let me just look it up real quick so I can uh, quickly backtrack or edit out some uh, <laughs> any incorrect <laughs> some information. Misinformation. <laughs> yeah, Brian Henson directed it. Uh, the Happy Time Murders. Not a good movie, but it's on Netflix if uh, people want to check it out. It's not the worst movie, but it's not a good movie either. Um, anyways, mm. so uh, back to Pinocchio. Um, I said, oh yeah, so the movie starts out with, with uh, I guess, flashbacks of, of Geppetto when he was younger with his family. But even in the flashbacks, he looks like an old man still. I just wrote that. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, he said, oh, okay, I'm not going to read that part. Um yeah, early in the movie, also we, there's a reference to the Devil's Backbone. Um, I don't know if you have you ever seen the Devil's Backbone, the movie. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> or the thing? Have you ever seen the Devil's Backbone in real life, IRL? <laughs> no. All right. Um, I don't think so. You, no, you don't. No? Okay. Uh, I don't think so. No. <laughs> anyways, yeah, there's this really cool shot of of a bomb dropping out of a plane, and they they pretty much recreate it here too, which was a pretty cool little thing. Um. Uh, I did read that the Frankenstein uh, was, I, and I think it's one of Del Toro's favorite movies also, but that it kind of influenced this movie too. Um, there's one sequence that feels very Frankenstein-ish, which was really cool, but I think it made the uh, it made that, that sequence seem very sinister, and I think that was kind of a weird choice in that sense. I don't think it should have seemed mm. like a sinister thing. Um, it did surprise me that it's a musical, there's there's a few a uh, few music breaks and none of them were super catchy though, but they're not mm. really. I I don't think it really deters from the movie either. Um, unlike the uh the Disney version of Pinocchio, at least the uh the remake one, I don't remember too much from the original, but this one does kind of uh use the nose thing a little bit more. I remember that oh, was okay. one of our concerns from the yeah. the Tom Hanks version. Um. <laughs> We're gonna call it the Tom Hanks version. Yes, because uh, okay. he's responsible for this, and he must be stopped. Um, <laughs> Pinocchio in this one, uh, he's uh, naked through the whole movie. Um, I guess not really technically naked, but it was just a weird choice to me. Um, so mm. I guess be ready for that. Um, there is—I I hope this isn't a, a spoiler—but there is a random, just randomly, uh, John Turturro is plays uh, a doctor in this uh, st- um, movie adaptation and he's only in one scene and has like two lines but it is unmistakably John Turturro and I I, <laughs> I even looked it up after right right after his scene I was like was that John Turturro just doing uh, just two lines and yeah it was um, nice uh, 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 uh. he's Italian yeah, uh, but I, I just couldn't figure out. Like, he's such a big name. Like, why would you just get him for such a small for role? For two lines. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, this might, I hope this isn't a spoiler either. But, yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I think you, anyone could just look it up easily. They uh, ha- cast uh, Kate Blanchett also is in the movie playing a monkey. Um, oh. And I think. Yeah, I I think when you see the performance, it's 
it's mostly just a lot of um, growling and, and chittering and, uh, you know, just monkey sounds. <laughs> so, cool. Okay. Apparently, they, when they worked together on Nightmare Alley, she had... Uh, I was going to say. She was uh, aware that he was making the movie, this movie also, and said she wanted a part in it. And this was the only part that they hadn't cast yet. Um, although oh. Tilda Swinton gets two roles, so but, so I don't know. You could have thrown one <laughs> to Kate Blanchett, but I think this worked out pretty well too. Yeah, the, the, there's just uh, there's some interesting ways ways that they spin uh, this story uh, in relation to like like the Pleasure Island sequence. It's something completely different here, but it kind of makes sense. Um, I won't really go into how, uh, but. Uh, there's something at the end also that I kind of want to spoil that also happens in the remake that so I didn't like so one of the worst parts of the remake the Tom Hanks version uh, mm-hmm. is something that happens here too you right yeah no Sarah's just getting up go ahead uh, yeah it's a, it's just a, a weird thing that happens in both movies that I was just kind of uh, and then it's a very somber ending actually but um but very good and, and heartfelt and satisfying. Overall, I don't think this movie fucks hard, but it, it held me. <laughs> it held me and told me I'm special. And sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Did it make you feel things? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. No, especially since I said, like like I said, he's naked through the whole movie. Little <laughs> naked wooden boy. It's not going to make me. That's not what does it for me. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, did you want to say the thing that's kind of a spoiler, or is it really that big of a spoiler that you don't want to? Mm, nah, I think I, I I think I've said enough about it uh, to entice the, the listener. Uh, um, I think I got my major points across. The things that I kind of was gonna talk about um, that were maybe spoilerish. Um, aren't really well in, in some in in some senses in some aspects yeah it's a little weird i thought it, they were a little odd those those parts but um but no overall good movie check it out um and that's that's about all i want to say about that okay mm-hmm. are you gonna watch it <laughs> still okay i do want to see it um Hopefully this weekend. Maybe it's kind of long, week, though. We'll see. I will say. I will say that it is okay, long. Maybe I'll have to break it up into parts. Yeah, because yeah. during the week it's hard for me to see films. On the weekend, it's a little easier, just depending, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do want to see it. I really liked. Um, there was like a post the a poster for the film that they did, and the art on the poster I loved because um, I think it was. You know, it was very kind of how you said in the style of Guillermo del Toro, uh, the way he would do um, like mythical figures or creatures and stuff like that. Oh, like was there was the... like a blue, oh, a blue, like the blue fairy with, and then there's Pinocchio and Geppetto on it. I think that, that might be the version that Oscar sent to us with his. I think you're right. Yeah. No, it's just like, oh, this looks cool. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. So I, I am curious about it. Um, what was I going to Oh, so do we segue into Amsterdam? <laughs> I guess we just did. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> go ahead. No, well, it's, it's, no, it's, it's fine. Oh, we'll, sorry, real, we'll trade off. Real fast. I really have yeah, anything real else. Real fast. Um, um, when I asked you about Ewan McGregor, he was talking about doing the voice uh, for, you know, Jiminy Cricket. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing air quotes on that for Jiminy Cricket in the Pinocchio movie. And um, he was talking about it on the Smart List podcast. And they even had him... Uh, do the voice he did as uh, the cricket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I was like, so did he? Um, oh, but okay. anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, he's, a, he, with, he's um, not doing an impression like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was. Oh God, how I did not like. I did not like it. I'm pretty Joseph sure he Gordon calls him that. Everything. I'm pretty sure he calls him that in the original. Book. No, no. I think no. so. I'd have to watch it. Yeah, I know. We'd have to go back, but I'm pretty sure no. Never go Moving back. Moving on. <laughs> Never go back. <laughs> Continuing on. Uh, you saw Amsterdam also. Yes. Uh, yes. How was that? Uh, uh, by 
I want to say David or Russell, or is it just David Russell? Ooh, I think um, it might be O Russell. Think, yeah, I think it is David O Russell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I saw it and um, list. Uh, and sorry, real quick, he made to... what did he, he did? American Hustle, Three mm-hmm. Kings, I Heart Huckabees. Mm-hmm. He has another. Oh, the Silver mm-hmm. Linings Playbook is probably his most famous. And one. Joy. And Joy, I yeah. forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah, and the fighter. Oh, the fighter too. Also, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah so I know. I'm surprised. I'm like, oh shoot! I've seen a lot of his movies. Didn't realize. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> David O. Russell. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah David O. Russell. Um, and for the listeners, uh, this movie didn't get very favorable reviews. However, right. I thought it was pretty good, and I'll get into why it might have faltered a little. Right. Um. Really quick, should I try to do this without spoilers? Or I would appreciate it because I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, let's see. Hold on. Sorry, I'm gonna go to my notes really quick. No problem. Um, I uh, yeah, I'll just say that. Yeah, I've also seen a bunch of his movies, and yeah, I generally like mo- a lot of them. Uh, at least you know, I I don't think they're the best movies, but they're usually pretty enjoyable. And I hear he's kind of a jerk, though. So, I, don't know. I was wondering if I should mention that or not. Right. I. I um, there's that very famous story about him and George Clooney actually getting into a physical fight because mm-hmm. George Clooney was defending the extras. I've, I've usually heard um, more about the one where he's, uh, I think there's a video of him shouting at Lily Tomlin that they're just kind of that, shouting back and forth. Oh, that was so ugly. He, it, I don't think he did, but in the video when he's shouting at her, and he's approaching her and getting closer to her. It legit looked like he was like an inch away from hitting her. Um, yeah, it just not not did not paint a good light on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's still getting good work. <laughs> but he's still getting work. So yeah, good, I know. good for him. <laughs> like people still work with him. Although I had good heard, uh, I had heard, um, but I don't know this for sure. I haven't researched it that. You know, Amy Adams has gotten to be in at least two of his films, and apparently she won't work with him again. Like, she can't stand all the yelling. Whereas Jennifer Lawrence said, like, oh, you know, I played soccer growing up. I'm used to getting yelled at. You know, I like how direct David is, da-da-da. And I'm like, it is kind of interesting how different personalities can handle different personalities, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty strange. Yeah, it's... It flashes back and forth between New York 1918 and New York 1933. And uh, there's this is such an ensemble cast. You know, it's got Christian Bale, John David Washington, Margot Robbie, Taylor Swift, um, Robert De Niro, Timothy Oliphant, Chris Rock, uh, Anya, Anya Taylor-Joy, Rami Malek, Mike, My- yeah, Mike Myers, and um, Michael Shannon. Like, it was just like... I I didn't with some of the actors I didn't realize they were in it if right. you will. No, um, yeah, I even remember with the trailer when the trailer was on, it goes by so fast when it lists the cast. I'm just like, oh god, there's so many people in this. Oh, and Zoe Saldana, I forgot about. Ooh. Sorry, I almost forgot about her. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and um, it was actually pretty good. Like I, I didn't dislike it the way I guess some of the other people did i think the thing was about i think the big maybe misappreciation about it is the tone of the movie because it kind of teeters on a dark comedy you know mm-hmm. and it it it, it, it um uh, it feels flimsy in that way almost mm. but um i did really appreciate sorry it's because i'm looking at my notes i'm like that's a spoiler mm. that's a spoiler so I'm having to just kind of, so I'm kind of, I'm looking at my notes thinking like, oh, some of this I can't use, right. say. Um, but um, what I really did appreciate was the friendship they showed between Margot Robbie, Christian Bell, and John David Washington. You mm-hmm. did, they were very good at conveying that the three of them were really close friends. And um, uh, what was I going to say? Believe it or not, there's a scene where like um, Anya Taylor-Joy and Margot Robbie are sister-in-laws in the film. And mm-hmm. there's a scene where they're shouting it. at each other. Okay. Yeah, there's a scene <laughs> There's a scene where they're shouting at each other. And for, I guess because I'm a fan of both of them, there's something so neat about seeing that interaction between the two actresses. Mm. Um, and uh, fun fact, it's not a spoiler. I, I would think Mike Myers actually has a British accent in the movie. 
Okay. Um, in yeah, uh, Glorious uh, Bastards, he did too, right? Or was he? No, was he American? I think he was. was I think he was playing, playing a British uh, fellow. Well, he had a British accent in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I remember that. Remember? No. Um, but I do remember now that he was in it. Yeah. But I don't remember his. Uh, <laughs> it's, his and I'm trying to scan my brain for him and Inglorious Bastards. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I, I vaguely remember. Um, All I remember so, is him saying uh, it... the bastards. I don't know. <laughs> He's in like a war room. They're, they're looking at a big map. I think. He, I think that's when it introduces um, Michael Fassbender's character, and they explain oh, okay. what, what his mission's going to go, go and be. Mm, okay. It's a, it's just one scene. Um, I see. Um, so also with the uh, with Amsterdam. Um, so yeah, it's essentially Christian Bale and um, John David Washington become friends because they served in the army together during the First World War. Mm-hmm. They get injured. They go to a hospital um, in France where they meet Margot Robbie, who's a nurse, and they all befriend each other. And um, no, yeah. So it takes. Uh, so it's. Uh, it flashes back to that in 1918, and then we flash back to 1933 because um, Margot Robbie has. Um, I wonder. No, yeah, I can say that. Margot Robbie has her friend, played by Taylor Swift, hire um, John David Washington and Christian Bale uh, to help figure out who killed Taylor Swift's dad which was a senator and this like decorated retired general of some mm-hmm. sort. And um, uh, so that's kind of uh, the big thing of the movies to figure out like how he died and oh, this is, and who, why someone else dies in the film. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I, I think I was able to keep that vague. Another thing that I felt a little peculiar about the movie um and it kind of didn't make sense. There's different points throughout the movie where the actors are singing, and it's, I'm not totally convinced that it served purpose. However, okay. I will. However, I will say um, there's one point where Taylor, Christian Bell, and John David Washington all sing together, and it sounded nice. And then there was another point where it's Christian, uh, Margot, and John john david all singing together and they actually got in sync with each other that was pretty cool mm-hmm. and um were they, were they singing um they god damn it i, I wish song. i knew no i wish i knew an in-sync song so i could have said it <laughs> um, it's gonna be me it's gonna be me <laughs> were, they, were they singing it's gonna be me yes i'm just kidding uh, I, I can't want to say everybody but that's that's backstreet that, boys and is, the, uh, is that even the name of the song yeah, all right. everybody, and then in parentheses, Backstreet's back. Backstreet's um, back. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love how BSB can't, got mentioned on this. Right. Um, so, uh, but back to Amsterdam. Yeah, no, like, it wasn't a bad movie, but it definitely had its plot holes throughout. Well acted, set designs were amazing. It, you know, the cinematography really felt like you were in the 1930s. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, overall, it was a pretty good movie. It wasn't bad. Hmm. The only thing was, yeah, it, it is like two hours and 15 minutes long. It's not a short film. I'm trying to um, even remember what I heard. I, I, I like, like the negative reviews about it. I, I think like uh, one one uh, complaint that I heard was that it was just kind of bland. Like there's nothing really. I don't know. It, it didn't really. Go ahead. No, I was going to say what um, when I was reading up on it, one of the things I saw um, as far as the mixed criticism, apparently a lot of the critics felt the plot line was very clumsy. Mm. Yeah. Well, one of the critiques that I heard also was that because I guess in the trailer, I don't know if it says it in the movie, but it, it says most of this actually happened. And it, it was <laughs> they were kind of complaining that it was just like, yeah, the main characters aren't even based on real people, but they're kind of interacting with events that did happen and so it's it's just like uh it's basically the same as saying this is based on a true story because it happened on earth 
at some point. <laughs> well, it's because they showed you the footage at the end where Robert De Niro's character okay, you don't is have, all right, actually... You don't have, <laughs> okay, you don't, you don't have to tell oh, me anything that happens a, at the that's end. That's not a big spoiler, though. I just don't want to know anything these... that happens at the end. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, they did show you footage to show you what was actually historically accurate. How about that? Sure, okay. Okay, Sounds I'll leave good. it at that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a pretty good movie, you guys. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like it has like on IMDb, it has a six point one uh, user rating out of ten, uh, which is fine mostly. That's not good. It's not <laughs> it's great. Usually not very good. But it's fine. Okay, so three. If it's three out of five stars, that's usually people say that's okay. But that's really just a six out of ten, which is sixty percent, which is like a D. Uh, so yeah, it, it's really- passable, I guess, barely. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess it is all relative because I noticed with IMDb, if um, for me, if something was just fine, it has a seven or above, and if something was really good, it it is in the eights and nines. Mm. From what I've seen, Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, should we segue into Emily the criminal? I guess so. You gotta get better, better at your segues. <laughs> I don't know a good segue to get into our dear Aubrey Plaza movie. Oh no, it's fine. Um, no, I mean, I'm not. Okay, we're shifting uh, yeah. gears we're shifting to gears. Emily the Criminal. How does uh, that yes. sound? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. What do you think of it? I, I, it's a nice short movie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you were able to just uh, watch it uh, pretty much in a short on short notice uh, tonight. Um, so you're fresh off the off the the bandwagon here, uh, or on the bandwagon, I guess. Uh, fresh off the boat, onto the band. Well, anyways, you have a fresh view of it, perspective of it. Save me here, I'm yeah. drowning. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I'll save you, kid. Mm. Um, no, yeah. So basically, um, for anyone wondering, um, I had it playing while I was making dinner and eating and doing cleanup. Right. Um, yeah, and don't get me wrong, I did have to go back and catch some things I missed, but I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was a good movie, and I read up a little bit about it too because I was curious, like, because um, it's the right the guy who directed it also wrote it, and I was curious, like, if this was based on a friend of his or anything like that, and mm. I didn't get my answer on that. However, when I was reading up on it, it said it made a point to focus on certain issues. Um, like in particular i don't know if it's a spoiler like the internship part like that was brought up on purpose um at this point spoiler review i think at this point it's it's fine if we go into spoilers if you want to just give kyle okay. like an overall critique of it before we go into spoilers, okay. so people will know if they if it's worth checking out before we launch oh okay okay i see um what was I going to say? Uh, no, yeah, I thought I thought it was a good movie. I liked how it showed kind of like the desperation some of us feel when you're in debt and, right. you know, your circumstances are what they are. And, um, you know, just showing like what happens when people are really strapped for cash. And yeah. um, it's interesting, though, I'm watching it. And what I was realizing was, you know, if she had just went and lived with her stepdad and was able to save money that way, this all could have been avoided. <laughs> That's true. Because yeah. remember, it's her friend who stops her from leaving. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But um, what was I gonna say? I I thought it was interesting too, like how she just really gets into it with the whole like um fake credit card ring, and you know, them selling their goods and stuff like that, like. Right. You know, she just keeps getting deeper into it. Right. Um, well, yeah. Uh, but before we, we get into that, I kind of want to backtrack on what you were saying yeah. about it being a, um, you know, uh, I just wrote that it's a very, I like that it's a very relatable perspective. Uh, it, it, mm-hmm. it, in a lot of these movies, it'll kind of always just seem like, like she's, you know, her family is is all needs these life-saving uh procedures and surgeries and she's trying to you know she got fired or whatever if they put her in these very they put the character characters in these very extreme situations 
but in this it's very relatable in, in her circumstance and it just it kind of feels like it could be anybody who's facing what what yeah. did she say like six thousand dollars of debt $70,000 in debt. $70,000 in debt. Um, and, yeah. And she says, yeah, that it's from, from going to school and, and from taking care of her grandma and, and the medical bills from from her grandma also. So, yeah, I I, I really appreciated that, that, yeah, it kind of doesn't really make her... Um, I, I, I don't... Well, I guess she kind of is a victim of the system, but it, it, it just didn't... It, it put it, it did it in a very relatable way kind of realistic yeah but uh uh yeah go ahead and uh i'm sorry i forgot what you were saying but um oh yeah but overall overall, good movie watch it we're going into spoilers now so (laughs) did you want to read off your did you want to read off your notes or um uh i don't really have a whole lot but but i'm sorry you were saying something before i i i backtracked it's okay you no 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 worries yeah, but not in a bad way. Um, sorry, now I'm trying to remember what I was saying with uh, Emily, the criminal. Right. Uh, oh no, you were talking about how uh, how she got involved with the 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 credit card ring and selling stuff for them, and and I actually did want to kind of talk about that too. It kind of seemed a little too easy, right? The way I mean, not not even just to get like the the number of them and get like in contact with them. But for her to be part of, for them to just be like, yeah, here's how you do it. And, you know, um, like setting her up to be, I guess, a franchise, if you will, in a way, you know? Yeah, it was interesting. Just like, okay, um, all right, you're all here. And like, you're all here and this is what you're going to do. You're going to use this credit card with stolen information. You're given Mm -hmm. a fake ID to match the credit card Mm -hmm. should it come up. Right. And it's just, and well, you're gonna go and buy this TV. I mean, that's not know? even that's not even what I mean. It, 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 I I mean, like uh, 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 one scene later, she's, they're all like, "Here's the machine to make fake credit cards. Here you go." Like they're just like oh. passing on the business to her, pretty much. It just seems oh, a little too too easy. Um. Yes and no. Right. You know, I think obviously, I think they had to maybe speed things up for the timing of the movie i guess but maybe but the guy did obviously take a liking to her so it's yeah. like here you go that's true if Aubrey, um, if Aubrey plaza came into my house i would just give her anything she wanted i was just like yeah here you go <laughs> take this why am Be i healthy. not surprised she's great she's gonna be in the new yeah. agatha series oh yeah she is i think we might have um, talked about this before i think it got mentioned in the group chat or maybe. i talked about it one of the two yeah um did you know what now that i think back on it did they ever say what the aggravated assault was? Did she ever talk about that now that I think about it? At the it? very end, she said it was a boyfriend that she had. And she never really says what the situation was. But just that um, they were always fighting a lot. And that eventually, uh, I guess, it escalated. And that's, yeah. They, it, they still keep it pretty vague. I see. Um, I can't. I could see why she didn't want to talk about it in the interview when she got asked. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Cause like throughout you kind of see her have a bit of a chip on her shoulder. Yes. Um, and d- don't get me wrong, you know, for the better lack of term, her life is very desperate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I could, it's, it's very easy to see why she isn't the happiest person, but yeah, it's just kind of interesting, like how she gets a taste for, the criminal life and decides she likes it. So she just keeps going down the rabbit hole of it. Yeah. Um, I did like the scene where she went, uh, she got her stun gun um, and went after the couple that oh, uh, yeah. robbed her. And uh, she went and attacked the guy and she went and got the info from the girl. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know where I live? I know where you live now. Okay. Yeah. The only thing I didn't yeah. like about that scene is that I they saw the sh- dog. Oh no! I mean, yes, I I didn't like that. But um, no, no. When she goes to back to the truck, she should have stunned the driver because whoever was in the driver's seat could have just still just pulled away or run her over. You I know. thought that was weird too. I still thought she was gonna stun the girl, but I guess it's because she she needed her conscience to threaten her. I guess, but yeah, yeah I I I mean I don't know. 
I, I think she was risking it. Yeah, there, there was more risk of, of, of the girl still driving away. But I kind of, I mean, I, I understand also, you know, take out the guy first. But um, yeah, I, I was just like, nah, man, that was a big risk. She could have just easily yeah. just peeled out. I would have, but you know. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. I'm not the best in extreme situations. <laughs> so never <laughs> well, mind. Which, what is it? Uh, flight, flight, fight, fight or fighter. freeze. And I guess she, oh. and she froze. Right. It's true. When you when you're in those situations. Yeah. No, that that's oh that's speaking of which that scene where she's trying to take off with the car and the guy stops her. I'm like, oh, oh no. Man. Yeah. But she got away. She got away. It's a tense movie. Um, Stuff gets yeah. pretty intense. Well, you know, yeah, yeah that scene definitely. where they where they are robbing her. Oh, even the, the scene where she makes her first set, uh sale, the the two guys in the parking lot, they, he's, she's selling them the TV and they're trying to... Oh, I know. He's just like, nope, I'm not going to pay that. I'm going to pay... And I was just like, damn, dude, this sucks. Like, this... I don't know. I he's lose. like, you know, we could just steal it. and yeah. But I liked how she's like, okay, okay, okay. And then she just close slams the trunk and gets in the car. Yeah. I was like, oh, that was smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um... Oh, yeah, but I'm also getting into it, too. Like, while watching the movie, I was like, I don't like her friend. And no. um, her friend either. Liz. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we get to the scene where she's doing the interview at um, the graph, you know, for the graphic design position. Um, with and Gina Gershon? Being informed with, huh? Gina Gershon? Oh, do I know who that is? Uh, is that the oh. lady that was doing the interview? Yes. She used the to be a bigger actress from... in the 90s. She was in, uh, well, Showgirls is probably where I first uh, recognized her from, but. Uh, also, she was in uh, Face Off and, um, oh shit, I can't think of anything else she's been in. <laughs> uh, no, no worries. I, I, I probably, like, if I look her up, I probably know her because I've seen, I think I've seen that name before now that I think of it. She's, yeah, um, she was bigger in the, the late 90s. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but like when she's in the interview and she's finding out it's an internship that will hopefully lead to a paid position. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of she there. She kind of glances over at Liz, her friend, and I was just kind of like, "You didn't tell her that she went in thinking it was a paid position." Yeah, you know. And according to the thing I read, they did want to make a point in saying like this is a practice that you know a lot of that's heavily criticized because these people are essentially working and they're not getting paid for it. They're just working with the hopes of getting hired on at said job. Right. And, um, and, and like it, this happens a lot in the fashion industry and like it, you know, it's something that should like kind of be fixed, I guess, for better lack of term. Yeah. Um, I would, also to the so. scene, uh, also to when you were kind of going back to what you were saying about it being relatable with the debt and everything, um, you heard her say like, you heard her on the phone say like, look, I made a $400 payment and I don't see it. And it's like, it went right. to my interest. How much is my interest? Like, yeah. st- like stuff like that. It's stuff. A lot of us go through, especially That's like when you see you. your student. Yeah. Especially like when you see your student loans and it's like, wait a minute, I'm paying this much a month and only this much is going to principal and this is going to interest. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? How, like, when, how, when am I going to pay this off? Um, but it was interesting, though. I like that she finally went to South America. Oh, yeah. And she started her own credit card fraud ring. I, I was uh, pretty surprised by that. I thought she was going to go down there and just sell her art. But no, she's just like, yeah. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm good at this. And she is. For sure, she definitely steps up uh, through the course of the movie. Uh, it's a good character progression. Um, but yeah, I was not expecting her to fall back into it. Yeah. Um, what did I? Uh, what did you think of the uh, the romantic subplot? It was. I I thought it was eh? a little. It felt kind of wedged in, but they did have good chemistry. So that I didn't mind it on that level, but I was just kind of like. I don't know. It felt like, yeah, they just kind of wedged it into the story. I would agree. But like you said, maybe that's why, yeah, things kind of uh, happen the way they do, unravel the way they do, because he gets too involved with her or vice mm-hmm. versa. So yeah, I guess it no, is was... necessary, I guess. Yeah, I, he was a really good actor. Um, I don't know the actor's name. Oh, I think it's um... Theo, Theo Rossi. 
Rossi? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> but he was on Sons of Anarchy and, and uh, the first season. Of, no, on both seasons of Luke Cage. Um, oh. I don't know how many seasons of Sons, Sons of Anarchy he's in, but what is his name? Oh, I, I think Theo I've only Rossi. seen... Yeah. I think I've only I'm seen like some of season one with Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. But okay. I didn't care much for season... I've only seen season one and I didn't care that much for it, so I just stopped watching it. <laughs> people love that show though i don't know yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know why but uh what else i um i mean yeah that, that's most most of my notes my last note just says wear a bra much and then has a little oh she can wear what she wants <laughs> hey man she she's it's hard time she can't afford a bra it's it's no big deal i get it <laughs> It's all good. I think there's more of a movement now for uh, girls to go braless. So as opposed to men, it, I don't care what men do. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not true. Okay. But um, you so, know, so you think men should wear bras? <laughs> huh? So you think men should wear bras if they want to? Go for it. Cool. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I, I just. Yeah, I kept wondering if it was a, if it was an Aubrey Plaza choice or if it was a director's choice. No, Aubrey would have to be cool with it to do it. I don't All see right. her playing along like like that if she didn't want to. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. Well, one would hope that that was the situation. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Totally short, breezy movie. It was like at one point I had to yeah pause it to go let my mom's dog out and um. I, I I realized I was halfway through the movie. I was like, whoa, whoa, what the hell? I was like, well, this is crazy. Okay, cool. Yeah. That actually kind of perked up my day. I was just like, oh, good, good, good. I like when a movie... <laughs> well, okay, I don't always hate when a movie's long. I, I hate when a movie feels long, for sure. Yes. It doesn't necessarily... Yeah. yeah uh, a, a long run time's not always a bad thing, but if it feels like like it... Thing. God damn it! <laughs> I know, I know, I know what you're saying. It, it, like, there's something really intimidating about seeing a movie or seeing the duration time of a movie being over two hours long. It's like, ooh, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, can I commit to that? Yeah. Do I split it up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I guess we both liked Emily the Criminal. Is what I'm hearing. We did. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that concludes so when you looked up the director was this like his first movie oh that's a good question i forgot to even yeah i didn't really look him up at all i do know that i looked up like the trivia for the movie and it just said that it was shot within 20 days or something like that um i don't really see much on this director it said he made oh, um wait I don't know the imdb web pages oh weird. it's yeah actually you're right it's in his feature film debut Oh, okay, cool. Well, good. So he must have done some other stuff. It says uh, that before this, he made a short movie called Patrol. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's only 18 minutes long. And that was in 2010. Damn. Oh, wow. So, yeah. All right, cool. Well, hopefully this will be a big break. Hopefully uh, mm-hmm. this will open up uh, more roles for, for Aubrey Plaza, uh, other than being in the MCU, which, you know, welcome yeah. to the family. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's doing really well on Netflix. It's been in the top ten like all weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, when I watched it, it good. was in the top uh, four. I think when when I saw it, or three, three or four. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But that's good. Yeah. So hopefully, word of mouth will will help it get bumped up or stay on the top ten at least for a while. Um. Yeah, I will definitely recommend this to people. It was good. Not like amazing yeah, no, good, like but just it. but but good. I give it a a B, yeah, eight out of ten. Yeah, oh, yeah, that sounds right. Cool. And Aubrey is great in it. Yes, if yes, that wasn't already clear. No, no. <laughs> uh, I don't think. Yeah, we mentioned that she's not wearing a bra, so I think that's really all that <laughs> mattered. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, damn good movies. Yeah, I kind of do. I, I I did want to try to watch Amsterdam also, but I ended up watching episodes of The Wire and uh, what's the other one? Boardwalk Empire. 
um, trying oh, to get I never into those. Saw that one. They're pretty good so far. Um, I think um, yeah, like I six. Heard, I heard good things about it. Six episodes into the wire, three into Boardwalk Empire, and yeah. I heard with. I heard with Boardwalk Empire. Um, oh, sorry. Oh, when Peaky Blinders came out, apparently a lot of people were comparing it to Boardwalk Empire. So I have a mm. feeling I might like Boardwalk Empire. Maybe I. I remember. I don't know how far I got into Peaky Blinders. I and I don't think I I stopped because I didn't like it or anything. I. I think I just kind it's of stopped long. and forgot about it. Um, Those are long. They they're sixty minute episodes, but they feel they're. It's a good show, but it feels long. Mm. Um, I, I I I've seen all the episodes. That's Maybe that's why I stopped. Yeah, because I, I I think I don't remember having any bad feelings towards it, but I just kind of remember. I I think one day I just kind of looked at the next episode and was like, I don't really feel like it right now, and just never it's a went commitment. back. Mm. Yeah. Oh well. Well. Yeah, so maybe I'll stick with that, but uh, I do want to check out Amsterdam, and hopefully next week uh, you'll have a chance to check out Avatar. Hopefully uh, yeah. that'll be our, our main uh, topic. Uh, if you can't, then that's that's fine. <laughs> well, do some then I ruined the episode. <laughs> you, you ruined the episode. You ruined everything, Selena. God. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, Jab you. No, yeah, um, uh, yeah. So hopefully, uh, you want to do any shoutouts before? Should we should we segue into shoutouts before we? <laughs> As we wrap up, um, yeah. Sh- yeah, shout out to Mom and Patsy if you guys made it this far. Ew. Um, <laughs> uh, shout out to our uh, Movies Mayhem Soap group chat, mm-hmm. and shout out to you, the listener, if you guys made it this far. <laughs> shout out to all you listeners who like to fuck hard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um and oh, yeah oscar shout out to everybody um yeah things are going pretty well um and so i wish i wish well for all of you <laughs> wish you all well um and thank you uh for being here selena and um thank I you will see you next week uh bye selena bye Thanks for listening.